All right, everybody, what's up and welcome to the 420 Happy Hour! I'm your host, Sam Gardner. <laughs> I'm your host, of the Gardner, and I'm here with Scotty Real today for a very special Grow Dots exclusive episode here. So I hope we have a lot more. You know, we're going to talk Grow Dots. I want to, you know, we're going to get off track too. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we, without a doubt, but. We've got a lot to cover today, so I do just want to give everybody a heads up. We may not have a ton of time for question and answer stuff at the end. I'm going to try to make sure we get some time for you guys to hop on the mic with Scotty. But we got a ton of GrowDot questions, and I want to just power through them and make sure we get as much of this good GrowDot info out to the people because we've had a lot of people asking for it. Got a lot of people here on the Discord using the dots. The GrowDots Discord channel is popping off. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I want to share the info with you guys. So before we do that, Excellent. though, I do Excellent. have, we do have some news and such we got to take care of. So first Scotty, let's give away some seeds. How about that? Um, yes. I believe we got some people, did they get ethos? I think I forgot to change it on the format, but I believe they won some ethos genetics this week. Yes. As long as um, I'm not supposed to make the announcement. Cause I have yes. To ethos really genetics quick. end game. I got it. Um, yeah, and so today's winners are Francisco L and Soda. And Soda, I believe, is uh, here in the chat. So Soda, what's up, man? Congrats. I think you uh, won yourself some seeds, my friend. Congrats, um, yo. Yeah, those are the seeds that I put away. I don't. I can't remember which one it was, but Colin gave us, I think, three different type of ethos seeds. And uh, as soon as they came, you know, most of the seeds are up for grabs, but I put like one vial of each of those away nice. for myself, man. Nice. little secret stash going on. Got to have the secret seed stash for sure. Have you grown any of his genetics? Hey, are we allowed I to just get not. off track right off the bat, man? Or what we, <laughs> I have what not grown doing? any yet. <laughs> I have not grown any. I would like to, though. I really am looking forward to trying out some of Colin's genetics. I have not. I grew, his, I grew his gelato cake, which was fucking beautiful. Just such a, a pretty flower and per, got plenty of purple in it. Big, chunky buds. Uh, nighttime weed. It took me a long time to get the difference between daytime and nighttime weed. You know, I yeah, got to try the Lilac Diesel, which is one of the Ethos strains. And I got to try that from a couple of different DGC who grew it. I don't know what it was, but I, I got to hang out with several different people who all had bags of that with them. And um, I really enjoyed that, the Lilac Diesel. So anyway, shout out to Ethos. They got some cool Gen X going on. Right. And um, even cooler, man, we got another giveaway going on next week, right? We do this every week, guys. If you want to win some seeds, we do it at dudegrows.com slash happy hour hookups. That is the place to go enter. I hear some people are a little confused about that. So I just want to say it one more time. Dudegrows.com slash happy hour hookups is where you go to enter to win the weekly seeds on the 420 happy hour. And yes, it sounds like I next week, it. we're going to be giving away some Ganja Farmer OG Kush autos again. So look for those coming next week. I love it. I got to hit up Rat, Brad from Raw Genetics, man. I want to give some of that, what he's got going away. Yeah, he's dude, got you got to give some of those away in my direction, days, my friend. Mr. I'm, LA yeah, I was going to say. All right, everybody, and we're back. We're recording again. Sorry about that. We had a little bit of technical issues there, but we're back in it and ready to continue on. Um, and yeah, the next thing on my list here, quick news things we got to hit through is the monthly giveaway. So you guys are giving yes. away an AC Infinity 3x3 tent and a Cloudline T4 fan. Um, that's fucking awesome. I like that's those guys. Set setup man. for somebody. Yeah, and that's a great setup, man. A 3x3 and a T4, that's going to get people started, right? That's like all you need is a light and some plants, man. You're ready to go. 
Hey, Soup, man, we're doing it. Me and you, how long, what was it, a year, couple years ago, we were talking, everybody should have a two by four. That was actually your, uh, your mantra. I jumped on it, and I'm looking at two two by fours, man, and we're just about to, uh, we hired High C, and uh, we kind of committed to, kind of committed. <laughs> we have committed oh, yeah. to making a two by four series, man. So nice. I'm pretty psyched about it. A desert dude in the chat says two by two by four, four by four, five by five, whatever. <laughs> what? What's the I, whatever? Man. What's the difference? It's all you remember, good, baby. Do you remember when we used to do this show in the twelve by twelve gorilla grow tent? On the, I do uh, remember of, that. That was awesome. A way to grow. That was awesome, man. That was super cool. I'm gonna hook you up with that, but. Yeah. Hey, Sue, man, do you mind if I just take a second to thank the DGC, everyone that's here, the patrons, the the true supporters? Sometimes I, I like to call them the real DGC because I like to put real in front of everything, but just the, the hardcore uh, supporters. And I appreciate y'all so much. It, uh, me and uh, dude Brett were talking last night and just he was just such on cloud nine because just because that the people are enjoying what we're doing. Y'all are enjoying what we're doing and supporting it. And it it just motivates us so much to, to just try to do more. So thank you guys so much or thank you guys and girls so much much because i've actually met a few girls that listen to the show lately or ladies so uh i just want to say that man and the whole launching grow dots it was a little bit it's it's actually a had crazy amount of work a crazy amount of expense and kind of a lot of risk you know i and i just i really want people to have success growing very simply and i wanted to kind of share what i know about how professional growers grow commercial growers grow and it's not with all these fancy bottles it's they use a good they build their own good quality fertilizers and uh thank you all for getting on board and thanks for uh, you know helping me kind of flush out everything with, with this new product it's not as easy as you would think with all the different growing styles and mediums so now i will shut up soup no worries, man. And like I said, I 100% agree. Shout out to the crew. Shout out to all the positivity and everybody sending their good vibes our way. We had so many great like comments, so many great, great feedback and suggestions for the happy hour. And, you know, I was nervous starting my first little podcast thing, doing something on my own with you guys and kind of trying to run the show. But it's been so much fun. The crew's been so supportive and I've been having so much fun. And Fridays are like my favorite day of the week now. I was talking about that on last episode. Like, man, hanging out with the crew, getting to chat with everybody. I, I Fridays are just my favorite day now. So love you guys. Love everything going on. Love the DGC. Fuck yeah. Yes. All right, man. I can I can feel that smile over there, Soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I got I'm gonna power through. I'm I'm ready for some grow dot talk. So I'm gonna hit these last news items super quick so we can move yes. on. Yes. Um, but so we got the AC Infinity Tent giveaway. Go go register for that, guys. Go win yourself a tent. That's fucking cool. Uh sticker packs and possibly maybe some grow dot samples. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, if, if I'm glad to hook. I'm <laughs> glad to hook y'all up, man. Hell yeah. Well, so if you guys are interested in some stickers or some grow dot samples, the way to do it is to hit up the dude on Patreon. He wanted me to remind everybody uh, if you're interested in getting a sticker pack sent to you, if you're interested in getting some grow dot samples sent to you, hit up the dude via Patreon and uh, let him know and give him your contact info and he will get that sent off to the shipping department. We got Kyle over there, vice president of shipping and handling. We'll handle that for you. Vice president. Well, <laughs> Kyle is the president of the shipping president, and handling. The president right? of shipping and handling? Fuck yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know what Max Microbes is, okay? He might be the president of, uh, no, I don't know. Actually, I know Kyle's listening, so he's the president of everything. <laughs> Shout out to Warehouse Kyle. We were just having oh, those yeah. technical problems. I got a phone call, and I figured it would be from Soup, and it was from Warehouse Kyle helping me troubleshoot stuff. Nice. And, uh, that's so badass when your team has your back, man. It really is. I say this is building things with my friends, man. It's building a company. Hopefully, we're all you know getting ahead together, and it's just been such a joy, man. Oh yeah, the crew is handling it. Um, and um, yeah, also if you guys want to listen to older episodes of the 420 Happy Hour, like last week's episode. You can uh, go check that out in the Google Drive folder that we post with every Patreon episode that we post. So go to the Patreon and look for a uh, post about the happy hour and the link will be in that post and you'll be able to find it. Love it. Um, Also, if you want to join us on Discord, if you're one of the patrons and you're listening but you haven't been able to join us on Discord, hit us up on dudegrows.com slash Discord. That is where you learn how to join the Discord and there's also contact information there if you're having trouble. Um, oh, it's really and, easy, man. Oh, it's oh a disc. <laughs> super easy. <laughs> this would have been fine. Um, I was actually kind of proud. I thought, you know, I'm like, hey, I've been doing this like four or five times now. Watching me to do it, and I'm not going to ask Soup for any help. You know, I, I got this. Guru doesn't have to do it for me. And nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, well, but we got we got it going. We got it going. That's the important thing. Um, <laughs> and also, guys, keep your comments coming. Hit us up on Patreon. If you, you guys help us produce the show, um, if you guys have topic ideas or questions you want us to cover on the show, leave a comment on one of the happy hour posts on Patreon. I always check those. Dude always checks those. And we will try to cover it on the show if we can. Um, and finally, I have one last minute little addition to the news and such today, and that is uh, I recorded an episode of a little podcast thing with Chad Westport recently, and it just went live about half an hour ago. So if you go to the Chad Westport YouTube channel, you can find a grow tip of uh, me and Chad Westport sitting down uh, sharing sharing some tips. So um, and Chad's, what a Chad's got a... He is, man. He's got this cool series going on right now called Just One Thing, where he's interviewing different growers to get just their one tip on how to be a better grower. And so he interviewed me and we dropped some knowledge, man. We had a, a nice, it's like a 10 minute video where we uh, discussed some fun things. I don't want to spoil what it's about, so go check it out. But uh, And check out the other videos too. I was watching some of the other ones. He's got a Spartan Groans been on there. He's got a couple other like great nice. people. Um, lots of great tips from other so good info. So what do you just get out? You know, I can't watch this chat as things are going <laughs> I know, on. Invagination. The memes so are funny, out of man. control. <laughs> one eye cat cannabis, you are badass, man. You just make me laugh. So it is distracting. All right, I'm out of here, man. Full undivided attention. All right. Well, and that's all the news and such I got for you guys today. Sorry that took so long and sorry about the technical issues. But the good news is we're done. And now it's time for some Grow Dots talk. Yeah, sorry for partying, man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck so. yeah, dude. Dude, the Grow Dots, I, I think I got my fifth, uh, fifth harvest down with them. And Nice. Brother, I got to be honest. I was a little bit shocked how dank it came out. I was just like, all right, man. Thank God. But yeah, I am super psyched. That Cherry Paloma was the one that, uh, it's almost like the Mac, how showy it is. So I was, and I got to get, psyched. I got to get a cut of that. I got to talk to JR or somebody. I got to get that in the stable, baby. You know what? Let's, uh, we're not recording this, are we? We'll figure something out. <laughs> we'll is talk it? about it. We'll talk about it. Oh.
Hey, what is the legality with with that hijacked already? They don't have any uh, uh, THC in them. Are you allowed to send clones? You're allowed to sell se- send seeds as they have no THC, right? Um, we'll try it. We'll see what happens. First thing that happens is you'll get caught or thrown in a gulag or something, man. We'll be fine. Now, I think the worst thing will happen is they'll take your clones. I think right. that's probably the worst thing that's going to happen. Is some, some postman somewhere will be growing my clones. That's what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I got the dankest elite cuts, man. From the mail, yo. Yep. I love it. All right, All we got to see what we can do there, Soup. So let's talk about some grow dots. Yes, so, so my first question about grow dots, I got a list of questions. First off, these questions came in from the DGC via the Discord, via Patreon, uh, questions sent to me directly. And then also shout out to One-Eyed Cat Cannabis, the master of memes in the chat there. Um, he helped me put together a bunch of grow dot questions. So he's been growing with the grow dots and he also helps answer a lot of questions here on the Discord. And so he helped me kind of assemble a list of questions that he's gotten from people. So shout out to One-Eyed Cat Cannabis. And um, yeah, so one of the most common questions I get about grow dots is about media. So I have a couple questions I collected just about media. So sure. Question number one, what media do you recommend? And uh, can I use grow dots with peat moss? Uh, What media works and what doesn't? And what, to me, the most most important question, what is the ideal media for grow dots? You know, it really does work on, it works on peat and it works really well on cocoa. Y'all know I'm a fan of, and those are pretty much the two, the two biggies, right? Uh, but it just works really great with both of those. Um, you don't want a too acidic of a soil. It's kind of meant for you know a, a neutral soil or maybe a little bit a little bit uh, above neutral. But you don't want a really super acidic soil with it. But other than that, um, yeah, take take your pick. You guys know I like cocoa because it. Uh, uh, I just find it's very hard to overwater. And then. If you do underwater it, like I've got those solo cups, I'll go away for a day or two, or I'll come back in you know two days, and they're you can super light. Cocoa's really easy to rewet. You can just take a little bit of water and rewet them. As to where the uh, 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 peat is really becomes, they call it hydrophobic, but it just the water wants to bounce off it. So that's why I like cocoa. Uh, it does work in in. Uh, uh, both medias just, just perfectly fine right on and what about using it with like a soil or like something like fox farm or some other kind of bag soil yeah you certainly can i have not used it with fox farm yet and that's why i i thank everybody so much because you know folks like one-eyed cat cannabis are really helping me kind of you know flush out the different the, the details for different styles i just use inert cocoa um so you know, that, that's like I said, I got five harvests with this under my belt, with this specific formula under my belt. So, um, yeah, I, I have not used it myself with Fox Farm. Uh, okay. It cer- certainly will work. You just got to worry about just a little too much. And in the beginning, I think would be the only problem. Fox Farm yeah, comes pretty and so like, how does your how does your choice of media affect the dosages? That's one question we get a lot is like, how does how much, you know, nutrient in the soil affect how much dots you should add? You know, I've been using the 15, uh, the heavy dosage, which is uh, one tablespoon per gallon. Uh, Like I said, in inert media, I have played around with using a lot more. I've used, I think I I did, that that would be in 75 grams in my five gallons. I've gone up to 140 grams, just kind of 
you know, see, seeing what they'll take. And so that's the, you know, that's, you know, after about, I'd say a hundred, you know, one and a half tablespoons, you will start to see just crazy amounts of nitrogen and, and you can possibly see a burn. I don't know what does Fox farm load their, their, you know, rich soils with, is it, I thought it was just composted forest materials that broke down in the nitrogen. No, it has lots of amendments in it. Um, the ocean forest has, I believe like some guano and, uh, bone meal, blood meal, I believe. Okay, I but those I don't are... have the list in front of me, but I, it has it has sure. some some nutrient rich amendments in it, and it definitely has a good nutrient charge to it. Gotcha, gotcha. I guess I haven't used them myself. Um, I wouldn't think you'd have to adjust too much. I would think you'd go go with the heavy dosage, you know, the one tablespoon per gallon dosage, and I would think that you'll probably be, you know, like I said, we 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 got to do these experiments or, or run these trials. Uh, but I would think you'd probably be okay with just the heavy dosage. Even in a, in a rich soil already? Wow. You know, the heavy dose isn't that crazy. I might, oh. I mean, I might, make, a, I might make a super heavy dose because for other than autoflowers, I use that heavy dose on everything. And every, except autoflowers. Autoflowers, they definitely do better with a lighter dose. Between okay. the medium, right around the medium dose does really well. Okay. Yeah. So I, personally, I would say, I mean, and again, I haven't actually grown with the grow dots yet, but I, it, when I've been advising people, what I've been telling them to do is if you're using an inert media, you probably definitely want to go with the heavier dose. Mm. If you're using a pre-enriched media, like you're using some ocean forest or any other kind of bag soil that already has some nutrients in it, maybe you want to try the medium or maybe consider the light even if you're going for, um, you know, some autos or something like that. Does that make sense? I just hate the worst thing for me as a guy that introduces a product is having it run out of gas, mm -hmm. you know, at, at the end or to not have enough. So I kind of do push. I, uh, I haven't gotten punished on photo period plants by going a bit heavier. Okay. And I would say, yeah, I would say that I would, err, and it's me though. You know what I mean? I'm, it's my personality. I would throw, I would, I would err a little bit heavier on the side of a little bit heavier. Um, but I think the plants can handle definitely a little bit heavier. Okay, um, that's good advice. I like that because I, like I said, I, I always try to err on the side of going lighter, but it's good to know that with the grow dots, you can go heavy and, you know, you got to really go heavy to like it up. Then this, I mean, I only got 12 plants. I don't know. A lot of you guys know me. Some, some of y'all have actually visited, but I have a small grow. I do like uh, nine plants. Sometimes I'll jam 12 plants in there. And so I just play around. So I'm up till two in the morning sometimes uh, smoking out and when, you know, I'm playing with wicks this month, you know, cocoa wicks and perlite wicks and, and coke, you know, and uh, rock wool and all that stuff. But before that, uh, a couple months ago, I was playing with dosages. And so um, this one gets 75 grams in the five gallon bucket. This one gets 100. This one gets 125. This one gets 140 and 140 burn it. <laughs> and the 100 and 125 grams, though, which is substantially more than than what's reckoned, what I recommend. And I got heavy, dense buds. That's what this uh, nice. gelato cake I'm smoking is, man. That was, that was with 100 grams. So what, 30% over? Yeah, that's interesting. So that's that's good to know. You've got like a pretty good buffer zone there as far as like kind of the sweet spot's pretty big, I guess is what I'm saying. It is. It is. And even the cherry paloma, that, uh, the, which is not a super heavy feeder, that got 140 grams. 
uh, it did recover. You know, you could definitely tell it. It just, the cool thing was, I guess it's not that cool because there's not too much you can do about it, but it just did that classic, you know, and the, you know, the serrated edges and just that. It's a perfect burn for a little bit, man. <laughs> yeah. Right, but, uh, what about, what so, about applying Grodats to the media? Do you think people need to mix it in really thoroughly or is it better to top dress or do you have any thoughts on that? It, it really doesn't matter if you're top watering. If you're top watering, you, you can top dress. This uh, style of growing comes from everything that I've learned uh, running my bamboo nursery. Uh, when we do, uh, you know, three gallon bamboos, I'm really good at growing bamboo. I'm like a cloning guy. So I've learned the ins and outs of cloning all these bamboos and they're really tricky to clone. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at Everybody buys their clones off me. I'm like the guy that sells $15 clones to all the, all the other commercial growers. So it's important. I do, you know, a hundred, 150,000 of these, a, uh, uh, a year. So I really have to be getting these in and out, in and out. And I have learned how to propagate and then grow a three gallon really quickly. And we don't incorporate every, every, and we use these type of, of prilled fertilizers. And we can get into that a little bit because I know you have environmental concerns, but we use these type of prilled fertilizers specifically for those concerns. And, uh, uh, we don't, we can't incorporate them into into the soil all the time we're doing you know a thousand plants a day so these guys are just sprinkling top dressing it sprinkling and top dressing it and uh it works perfectly fine we just have sprinklers going over there so yeah that these are designed to either be top dressed but because i'm a uh I'm a bottom feeder <laughs> because I use sip buckets uh, if i top dress it it's not going to work for me so in the sip buckets i uh uh just incorporate it into the media also i'm planning like five buckets in an evening not a thousand nice so it's good to know that you don't need to be like super thorough with mixing in and or whatever you can kind of just throw it in there and as long as it's in there it'll do its thing it sure will and i, I yeah <laughs> i'll save it i know you got a couple other other questions so i'll try to save them but uh yeah i've definitely been playing around with a little bit no, you're good, man. Feel, like you said, we got time. We're not in a hurry. Sorry if I feel like... What I was going to say is I know one of your questions or what someone asked was, can you reapply grow dots if you didn't apply enough? Can you reapply them? And I hope Nate's not listening. Uh, <laughs> I see because he helps me with the messaging. He helps me try to explain how this all works. And I've told him single application fertilizer since the start, and it is. But... If you have some trouble, if you ran out of nitrogen, if you didn't put enough in there, I know it's, uh, you know, if you run the numbers, you're, it doesn't make total sense, but you can get away with throwing a little bit more dots on top or what I just did it yesterday. I was, I'll, show, I'll show my grow in a, in a couple of weeks once they recover, but I'm documenting it. And I had a couple plants that got really bad. The wa watering wasn't right. And they got really bad nutrient lockout and deficiency because they were basically sitting in water for a while. And I just screwed them all up. And, but uh, so anyway, I went in there and threw, actually put uh, 45 grams of grow dots on some 30 grams on the, on the others and 60 on it. You know, so I'm playing around with these doses. This is week four in flowering. And I, you know, and, and uh, I did something, I call it scratching them in. 
but I literally just kind of, you know, scratched them into the surface and got them to where they would uh, uh, just be able to absorb some of the moisture and, and give that release pattern that, that they, uh, they just need the water for that. But yeah, so keep on playing around. I can tell you I've done this before and it does work, man. Nice. Yeah, we'll get to some troubleshooting questions in a little bit, but um, that's a good tip, though. I like knowing that you can top dress a little bit in there if you need to. Uh, Soup, do you ever lose your temper, man? You are so fucking mellow, bro. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just chilling. Like I said, it's Friday. We're all in a good mood over here. It is. Fr I love it. Friday, hanging out with friends. I'm waiting to smoke this joint, man. I want to try to keep... And I see a big difference between when I this fuck on the show and when i'm not you know yeah i get a little loose during the happy hour not gonna lie i'd sit here taking some bong rips sometimes and we have some episodes where if someone asks the dude a bunch of questions i got nothing to talk about i'll just sit here and get too high <laughs> <laughs> that definitely has happened um and i was, yeah, I was gonna eat some edibles and and talk uh just kind of keep my shit together until the edibles kicked in but <laughs> this side that's a bad idea um yeah. <laughs> if yeah, I go, well, I I go too spend. heavy on the edibles, I, I stop being able to function talking wise. <laughs> so, yeah, I will say I did want to give this. I, I just wanted to give this the respect it deserves. Uh, DGC that's been, you know, that supported me being early adopters of the Grow Dots. Uh, I mean, it does. I know it sounds cheesy or whatever, but it does mean so much to me that y'all got behind uh, my, my idea and a new product and you're helping me. Uh, like, like I said, really, really dial this in for everybody's different growth styles. So I appreciate it. And I actually did some homework and kept my shit together. And I have Guru on standby. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> no, we've, I was uh, so appreciative. The crew gave me so many like good, thoughtful questions to ask you about the grow dot. So I was like happy to have the opportunity to get to chat with you about this stuff. Because I've had a lot of questions about it, too. You know, I, I haven't gotten to use it yet. I hear there's some coming my way. Thank you. Mr. Oh, my Kyle. God. That's when I, you know, we had a I had to explain this to when I was, high C is he's like uh, maybe been a grower for about six months. He did one harvest. I'm sorry. He didn't get the harvest. He bought his setup and uh, uh, whatever and, and didn't make it. So I've been kind of. Uh, kind of having to explain how things go and all that. So it's been kind of fun, man. Um, so let's get back to some grow dot talk though. We're Did you tell I completely forgot what I was talking about? <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, but I think you kind of touched on it, but so, so do you have any advice as, as far as reusing cocoa with grow dots or what's up with that? Can I, once I've used my, my grow dots, I've had a good grow, I've finished my grow. Should I keep using that cocoa again for a second run? Apply some more grow dots? Like what would you recommend? You can. I've definitely been. I've definitely been playing with that. I've got uh, a couple plants that are on their second generation, and it, they exhaust themselves. I mean, y'all can see from the pictures. They they're by the end of it, they're done. There's nothing left in them. So yeah, it certainly wouldn't hurt as long as they're finished. If you, you know, like, if I were to pull my plants now, I'm like, oh, it's week four of flowering. This plant looks like shit. I'm gonna shake off the soil and. Uh, and uh, replant it. Well, I'd have some, you know, some life left in those dots. But as long as you went to harvest, you're good. Okay. So yeah, as long as you've kind of depleted the dots in the soil already, it sounds like you're going to yep. go to top dress and use them again. <laughs> yeah. My formulator is a really cool guy. But uh, first time I met him, he uh, 
like was checking the fertilizer. Not actually, this wasn't the first time, but he came on out. He's looking at my fertilizer. And he's like, yeah, you need more fertilizer, man. This ain't got nothing in it. Your, your fertilizer's done. And he took a, a prill, you know, like a little dot and he chewed it, put it in his mouth straight up and chewed it. And he's like, no, nope, nothing there, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But I guess it's, I guess it won't kill you if you chew one of them. <laughs> no, I'm just, just saying it was kind of cool. So my point is at the end of it, there's nothing left inside it. Uh, there's, there's salty. <laughs> it's, it's, you'll taste the salt, man. I had to chew a couple too once he, once he did it, you know? Yes. Now to be clear, they do look like nerds, but that doesn't mean you should eat them. Don't, yeah, don't <laughs> eat them. But uh, I, I don't tell that to the salesman that comes over. He eats them. <laughs> like, it's like, remember the guy, the Monsanto guy, where they, he goes about Roundup, he goes, this is safe enough to drink. And then the Congress guy goes, Congressman goes, uh, would you drink that right now, sir? He's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like one of the best moments, man. Yep, yep. So don't don't eat the dots. <laughs> don't eat the dots. Don't but eat the dots. Yeah. See, I fucking wish I could say shit. Man. I, can't, I have to tell you to officially not eat the dots. But if you want to find <laughs> out if there's anything left in a prilled fertilizer, it's one. it's been yeah people people have done it we're just gonna yes, put it have, sir. we're not saying you should <laughs> just saying people this have is done it but the the outcome of the the takeaways from uh from the 420 happy hour don't eat the dots but don't if you do fertilizer. should be okay <laughs> today on the 420 happy hour don't eat fertilizer uh, <laughs> hot shit, tip for man. you um yeah so moving right along here that sounds like enough good media questions so what about watering so when i water with grow dots do am i looking for a runoff or am i trying not to have runoff like what's up with that you do not need runoff man right on. Not. i mean i haven't been watering till runoff first off i use my uh self-watering pots or my bottom wicking pots my real buckets my band from saying that but there, there's no chance of runoff there there's zero chance I use the recharge to uh, kind of keep everything, keep the roots uh, coated and to kind of keep everything uh, held in the soil. But uh, no, I don't have any salt buildup problems. And again, these guys that, uh, you know, when we're formulating these products, it's not meant for, you know, perfect runoff. It's meant where, hey, get these things wet and they will, uh, yeah, and the fertilizer will perform. Cool. So that's good to know too. That's a really good tip for people. I know a lot of people are used to watering to runoff, right? When they're watering with liquid nutrients. So that's a, a change that, you know, people are, might have to adjust to if you're switching to the grow dots. Um, so yeah, what that's, is the that's runoff kind of thing though? What is the runoff thing is that you're pretty using pretty heavy amounts of salts, right? You're using, you know, 1200, a thousand PPM of salts every time. So you want to wash them out occasionally. I mean, that, that is the idea behind it. I believe so, yeah. Wouldn't it be weird? Like, because uh, I'm paying for each one of those salts. That's what I'm saying. I go back to my brain where I got a $100,000 fertilizer bill at the nursery this year, and I'm paying for those salts. Why do I want to wash them away? And you talk about, I think we were talking, one of the questions that I saw was about, environment, about environmental impact of these things, like on a large scale. Yes. A whole point, you can buy ammonium nitrate, you can buy non-prilled fertilizers, they're very cheap. What makes these expensive is, is when they coat the, the components of it and they coat the components, really, these are, it's, these are precision uh, you know, products and they're, they're like the thickness of the coating and all that stuff is, um, is 
really thought, well thought of. That's what the formulator does. That's what you pay a whole shitload of money for. And the idea behind it is that it doesn't leach out. There's a, the technology is no matter how hard it rains in Florida, no matter how much water you put on there, that that polymer coating will only release a certain amount, uh, just a limited amount of the nutrient in a 24-hour period. And that's what it's designed for. So you uh you know if you overwater or if it rain you know when i think of florida i just think of it raining all day and if you don't have a controlled release fertilizer it just goes right through the water it, the fertilizers are water soluble it goes right out the drain holes and then right into the watershed that's what you start hearing about so why synthetics you know kill fish and all that stuff it's because they're used irresponsibly you know a lot of times with these fertilizers like mine's expensive man my fertilizer in the farm's expensive because i i use i the application is really expensive i gotta pay people to apply shit um you know 10 times a year on 20 acres that shit's expensive man so okay. we're always looking for, yeah we're always looking for ways to uh uh you know a shave our costs but then i don't want this shit draining this is where my farm's at is beautiful it's like florida everglades i got a pond in there i give a shit about what goes into that water man oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good info. And I like that thought of like trying to use synthetic fertilizers, but using them in a way where they're not going to be causing problems with that because fertilizer runoff is a huge issue. You know, you know all about that in Florida, but that's that's an issue all around the world where, you know, fertilizer oh, yeah. ends up in people's watersheds and ends up screwing up the water, killing fish and all kinds of things. So it's cool that yeah. GrowDots has kind of been developed to kind of help with that, you know, help solve that problem in a sense. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can take ammonium phosphate, which is it's ammonia and phosphoric acid, and mix them together, and you've got a super plant available, just great nutrient right there. You got nitrogen and phosphorus in there, but that shit will run right out, man. It will. It, it, there's there's nothing keeping it in the soil, man. And right. so when you when you prill it up and you uh, use these polymers and whatnot, you're able to keep it, and and you're able to really dial in the release too. That's what is freaking cool about it, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, now, speaking of like top dressing stuff and doing that kind of thing with the grow dots, what do you feel about or what do you think about adding uh, worm castings to the cocoa if you're doing like a cocoa run with grow dots? It's funny. I, for how many years have I been telling you how much I love to add worm castings, right? You know, I would always take cocoa. Cocoa just feels, doesn't feel enough like soil to me, you know? Yeah. So I add some worm castings in there. I get it to, uh, you know, feel a little different. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know. Fortunately, unfortunately, I haven't seen any difference, man. I, I did some experimenting. Shit, it was last year uh, when I was trying one of the first couple trials of these things, and I didn't see any difference. Uh, I feel like I'm apologizing for worm castings, but I just feel like the uh, worm casting keeps nutrients in the soil. At least that's what, of course, it's loaded with beneficial uh, microbes and bacteria and humics and whatnot, but it keeps the nutrients in the soil is, is what we use it for. And between recharge and the polymer coating, I'm keeping my nutrient in the soil. I don't, I don't have a leaching problem anymore. So it kind of makes sense, but yeah, I don't use them. I have two bags of wiggle worm and I do use Guru gave me some castings. I've been using those, but just on my house plants. Yeah, that's interesting though. I, and I, I would, I'd be interested in experimenting with that more and seeing like 
if, if we can replicate that because I've always seen, I mean, I feel like with adding things like worm castings, the amount of like kind of pop you see from adding it does kind of vary a lot depending on what the situation is in the media before you add it, right? Like if you're in inert cocoa and you add a bunch of worm castings, it's like, whoa, you bring things back to life. But if you're in, you know, living soil that already has a bunch of microbes and already has a bunch of good stuff in it, adding some worm castings, probably not going to make a big difference. So that's interesting Man. to hear with the with the grow dots, you know, and, and that totally makes sense what you're saying about, you know, a lot of what the organics is doing in there is helping retain the fertilizer. And if the grow dots are already retaining the fertilizer, um, you might not notice as big of a difference. And then the, you know, with the castings, it's really about the microbes. That's why I use castings to help the consistency of the soil, build the soil up a little bit. But if you get good castings, they are loaded with microbes. And, and that's... Sure. Uh, uh, I'm kind of, I don't want to say beating the system, no disrespect to the earthworms. There's nothing like earth, fresh earthworm castings to juice, juice your plants up, but recharge is a little bit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I water that shit yeah. in once a week and I definitely do get that same pop as if I had, you know, sprinkled a little uh, castings on top and watered them in or made a little tea. I definitely get that pop still. So I think between those two products, I think, uh, I think yeah, I you're covering you're covering your bases for sure, and and I think there's always some benefit probably to adding you know some wild microbes in the form of worm castings or you know other compost or something. But when you have that like super pack of recharged microbes in there, yeah, I mean they're getting the work done, right? They're <laughs> the recharged microbes know what they're doing, right? They they get their job done. There's just so many of them, and yep. you know what I mean they they really do out compete. Uh, a lot of other stuff, whether it's pathogens or, I mean, I, I'd be, you know, my thoughts are I'd be concerned and not concerned, but uh, it's going to crush the amount of microbes that are in those castings. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of, a lot more, uh, you're just dumping trillions and trillions of specific microbes on there. Uh, and they all do fight, you know, it's a, uh, kind of like, you know, a fight for survival. Who's got the, the best conditions to survive and thrive. So I'd, I'd be willing to bet that the, the recharge is going to outcompete most of the, the bacteria in the castings as well. What do you think, man? You're an organic guy. Hey, that pause, I don't know. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm always a big fan of diversity with microbes. And I think in my mind, I love adding recharge because I know I'm getting that like supercharged pack of a shit ton of really effective microbes. But I also think like getting a diverse, you know, having more, more different types of microbes opens the door to more cool microbe things happening, if that makes sense, you know, like, and I mean, you can even think about this in terms of other microbe products, right? Like I love using recharge, but if you use some recharge and then you add some mammoth P to the equation, mm. you're going to see, you know, that diversity of adding the mammoth P microbes, that's going to cause kind of another pop, right? So those are specifically um, different though. Those are out there. Yeah, yeah. Mammoth P is a very unique product that fo solubilizes phosphorus. And that is there. And by the way, they have a hell of a concentration of those four species of bacteria in, the, in theirs as well. So by, you know, by, you know, just seriously loading them with, I think you have to establish, you have to establish dominance, man. <laughs> There's when you just dump that many bacteria into the soil, uh, they they do dominate it for a while, you know that. Uh, there's got to be a there's there's got to be an analogy in here somewhere, man. I think about like uh, 
I don't want to say it, man. I no, man, it's it. it's kind of like a ton of uh, like people moving into the neighborhood, right? It's like you got a, the neighborhoods all of a sudden, like it's it's occupied, right? And there's there's only so much space, there's only so much food, there's only so many, you know, <laughs> grocery stores and things like that. You're limited resources in that area, and so when you have a ton of microbes in there, they're going to take over. And and um, yeah, I mean, I, I what I've always taught people as far as microbes and microbe diversity is that. It's a good idea in my mind to try to have some lab-grown kind of super microbes in there. And I always personally like to try to also put some wild microbes or some other kind of microbes in there just for diversity and just to try to diversify my soil a bit. And um, again, your mileage with that might vary, you know, however, you know, you like to grow, do it your way. But <laughs> um, in my mind, adding more microbes is always a good thing. Hey, I love that concept. Do you see different results by that? Do you, do you, cause I'm now I'm not stuck, but I actually have to do real AB testing now. You know, yeah, and, like, and I okay. mean, that becomes the difficult thing with what I'm doing is like, how, how do you measure the effectiveness of that? Right? Like when you use 12 different types of microbes or microbes from compost, microbes from soil, microbes from recharge, how do you sure. judge like what's doing the work right and it and you're you two it's, with, it's very you difficult two with, it's very difficult yeah but you take a row and do three with you know castings or mammoth or recharge or whatever yeah. and three without you know or three with cow mag and three without man it's uh yeah it's not as much fun you got to make labels for stuff and well yeah that's i'm just curious uh because dude's very much like that too and then we get lots of questions where it's you know hey guys i'm using this and i'm using that and it's like five different micro products and none of them are cheap man yeah yeah well i want to to be clear like when you're talking about products it's important to look at the labels and understand what that product's bringing to the table because you're right you can't have duplicitous is that the right word duplicative duplicative microbes you don't want duplicative microbes right you don't want to be just paying to add more of the same thing right that doesn't make any sense but no, if you like, and that's to me where i like to have a lab grown source right so i know i'm going to get all those super recharged microbes but mm. then i also like being able to put in you know, there's probably some stuff in my native soil or in my local compost that might not be in recharge. A lot of the, there's going to be a ton of overlap, right? Definitely. Um, right. But to right, me, there's analogy, always going to be here's a my... little bit of diversity in there. So you go to the Calvary Chapel. I went to the Calvary Chapel one time with uh, my boss. My boss made me go back in the day. And it's all very similar people. It's all these people, you know, church going people. They all dress up nice. They kind of look like they could work at Chick-fil-A. And uh, if you were to have a half a dozen skinheads go in there, man, what's going to happen? Are they going to establish a colony there and then grow uh, to, to overtake or to compete the nice church going folks? Probably not so quickly. What's going to happen is the church going folks, it's going to be like the, the skinheads weren't really there. You know, there were, oh, there was five or six of them, but there was 500 of us. So it didn't really matter. They didn't change much. Or maybe, maybe having different groups of people will bring different ideas and get people talking. Maybe the skinheads and the church people will become friends and new uh, you're talking reactions a little start happening. And yeah, your horizontal, is that where you're going? The horizontal gene transfer? Is that where oh, <laughs> we're getting yeah, sciencey man. here? 
Um, well, no, but, I'm just saying that's what happens after uh, about four glasses of wine, man, Sunday evening. Horizontal <laughs> gene transfer going, bro. For sure. I don't know. You know, that, that's my analogy. The bacteria, what do they you know, reproduce every 24 hours? It's, it's just they live and die so quickly that uh, that's my analogy in my head. And never taken yeah, yeah. A, a chemistry class or anything like that. I actually took biology. Hmm? So, Taking a microbiology class on on uh, online, pretty cool, nice. man. I got that scribbed. It's like ten dollars a month, and you get any books you want. Uh, you know, it's like almost like a Audible, but for, you know, can kind of just borrow them or whatever. That's cool. And uh, yeah, I'm taking this introduction to microbiology class. It's freaking cool. And I will just say this, man. I'm kind of, I don't know, get on my soapbox, but yo, man, life it can be really boring if you just let it and you sit around watching TV or scrolling Facebook. But uh, there's really good information out there. My kid is getting ready to go to college in a you know, year or two, and I'm just like fascinated by like how much if you just use your resource and your initiatives, you know, you can just get do so much, man, and make life exciting and really learn a lot. So, man, check out things like Scribd and uh, that master. I don't know, masterclass. I can't find anything I want to do on there. But there's just so much to learn, man. You use you, you, there's so many resources out there. All you need oh, is interest. Yeah. Yep. Never stop learning. If you Never do, it kind of because if you're not learning yourself, you're I don't know what happens when you're just like absorbing information from the TV or the Facebook scroll, but it's a bastardization of learning, man. So let's get back to some grow talk, though. We're getting off topic. <laughs> We're Imagine that. I know, I know. Imagine that. The um, Scotty Real Hijack. Well, I'll bring you back with one of your favorite topics, though. So, so do you recommend hempy buckets for people? Do you recommend people setting up a simple drip system? Like, what's, the, what's kind of the easiest way to set up if you want to do some grow dot stuff? It really doesn't matter, man. I mean, I, I love hempy bucket systems because uh, I like to go away for two days. Maybe I come, come home after day two and I'm exhausted. I went snowboarding and don't want to go in my grow and water for a half an hour. Uh, so I love these hempy buckets. I've made them even lazier with that reservoir system I got. <clears throat> you put three gallons of water in the reservoir. Uh, it lasts for a couple days, a few days. And, um, but I'm, I'm, you know, it's my style. I got a few companies. I might have to go to Florida in a couple of days for the, the whole bamboo dealio, you know? So, uh, that, that's my style. Some people love the hand water soup. You're probably a hand water guy, right? Um, a lot of times, but I also love the blue mots, man. And I also love sub oh, subirrigated cool. pots too. I was about to say, I mean, I'm really excited. I got some grow dots headed my way and I'm going to be trying mm -hmm. them in my city picker sub irrigated pots, which are like some nice 10 gallon, uh, sub irrigated little systems. there. kind of, kind of like a, an earth box if you're familiar with those. So, um, yeah, I love some sub irrigated pots. I love some blue mots also, which is another technology I thought about trying to pair with the grow dots at some point. I think some grow dots and blue mots might be, uh, made to work together was pretty well too. Definitely. And I mean, it's a, it's a fertilizer, you know, so, and it's a fertilizer that won't accidentally release too much nutrient, no matter how much water you put on it. Ooh. So it really, uh, it's, it's not picky. These things aren't picky. This is. You know, the building blocks of nutrition, if they have moisture, you know, if they, they just need adequate amounts of moisture and they take it from there. The release pattern is, is dialed in. 
Nice. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's, so it, I, think that's, I think that's going to be your answer to a lot of these questions here, right? Like, it's not doesn't complicated. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. But I think it's, it's also just good for us to say that, right? It's good to get that message out there like, hey, you don't have to worry about this stuff as much. So, Because I get these questions a lot about drip systems or hempy buckets. Sure. or So I think it's good for people to know whatever you want to do is probably going to be fine. Um, you know why I push the sip buckets so much and I've been trying to – first off, I told you it's like – learning something new is so much fun and you know, i could grow up i could put a drip system together in my sleep and you know grow great weed with it and all that but i've been doing that for 15 or 20 years so these buckets they represent like uh just uh, it's um and just with the freedom they represent it's been really fun trying to dial them in and uh yeah i've actually i've actually got them to where they work pretty darn good but i love the sip buckets i there's nothing worse I don't know. There's probably a lot worse, but uh, it sucks when somebody's growing. High C did it, man. He grew for three months and he didn't have a harvest. And then he put his shit away and never grew again until he met me. You know, so having people uh, succeed and having people succeed right out of the gate is really important if we're trying to get people to grow their own. Definitely, definitely. Well, and I had some people like get surprised, you know, you included when I mentioned I'm excited to try some grow dots, right? Because everybody knows me as like the organic guy or whatever. But I'm I like you said, I really appreciate the um, the newbie perspective. And I, I try to really come at things when we talk about growing, you know, I try to think about the newbies, I try to think about if I was a newbie, how would I feel about this? Or how would I approach this, you know, this situation? And um uh, yeah, That's, I mean, I, it's heartbreaking when you hear about those people who start growing and then have a rough time with it, and aren't, and then don't don't go back to it or don't stick with it, right? That sucks. So yeah, I love the idea of suck. grow dots being a technology, grow dots and sips, right? Grow dots and and hempy buckets or grow dots and, yep. and easy watering systems, pairing those things together, and making people's lives easy for them, so they don't so have not- as much stuff to worry about. I, I appreciate that, even as like an organic soil nerd type of guy. Um, I appreciate yeah, and by the no, I, there's Buddhists that go over. I like to say it's like religion, but there's Buddhists that will go over to church and it doesn't offend them and they might Definitely. actually learn something over there, you know? Yeah, well, and I've said it once and I've said it again. I learned so much on the show from listening to people who grow differently than me. That's, I think, where I learned the most. Like if I just listened to a bunch of people who did the same shit that I do, I wouldn't learn anything, right? I'd just be hearing people like agreeing with me and that's no fun. But like when I have people like Jaron on who bring up a bunch of great, you know, uh, uh, you know, synthetic nutrient information or mineral-based nutrient information, I've learned a ton from hanging out with Jaron and listening to Jaron over the years. Oh, yeah. All kinds of different things about growing. And um, there's always something to learn from people, even if you don't do things the same as they do, you know, hearing people's perspective and opening your mind up to other ways of doing things is always a good way to broaden your own, uh, perspective and help you learn more. I just dropped my bong or my bowl. If you heard that. <laughs> it's um, so true, man. It is so true. Um, yeah. So, uh, like I said, I'm excited to try some of them dots in my sips. That's going to be pretty cool. And then it's so easy to say it's for beginners because that's exactly what I'd be put in a beginner's hand because you, uh, you really eliminate the fail points. The watering, I think, is is a big fail point. Overwater, for, you know, getting the setup correct. I think High C didn't really have the correct setup, so he kind of wasn't set up for success. But getting that setup correct and then 
Uh, of course, environment, but keeping those plants evenly watered or just not going from over too wet to too dry. Too dry will screw your plants up. And yep. Jesus, I, I can't stress enough how badly you will screw your plants up if you overwater them. It is yep. literally like just drowning. It would be like you drowning, you know, or somebody just what do they call it, waterboarding when they just keep pouring water down your throat. You know, that's that, that's just kind of what it would be like with the plant. Man. You're just choking it. Yeah, well, and I think overwatering is probably the most common new grower mistake also. So anything we can do to kind of help people head that off. And um, do so you remember that? Do you, do you remember when you like my first grow and then I was just like, they look like shit. I go back to the grow store and he'd sell me another bottle and then I'd go <laughs> pour that shit on. They still look like shit. They're look, they're getting worse. And you know, all they were telling just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Come, you know, it's crazy. Yep, yep. It's hard to well, it's easy to overlove your plants, especially when you're a new grower, right? You want to give them everything they need, and before you know it, you've given them too much, and you try to add more to make the problem go away, and then you're just making it worse. And before you know it, things are out of control and yeah, that's why I, I think recommending sit buckets to people as new growers, especially if they're the type of people who can kind of wrap their head around the the concept of it, right? I do think there's a little bit of a learning curve with a a, a hempy bucket or a sub-irrigated pot where you got to, you know, understand how it works. But if you can sit down and spend 10 minutes with it and figure out, you know, oh, this is what it's supposed to do. Oh, it wakes up from the bottom. Oh, okay. Then you're good to go. And then from there, it's just going to make your life easier. So I'm a big fan. I've been using these things called city pickers. I also really like the earth boxes. Um, hempies are cool too. Love all that stuff. I'll give a yeah. shout out. I, I do like these grow buckets, G R O B U C K E T. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, it's like a nice couple. I found them on, uh, on Amazon and it's like this couple out of Georgia. That's probably very similar to, to real growers. I'm sure their garage is stuffed with them, nice. but they made this really intelligent. They've got a, a sip bucket. Uh, you know, insert. And then they've got this thing called the Grow Buddy. I'm going to see if I can get a few and, and hook, them up, hook up the DGC with them. But you can use this thing. It's like a one gallon insert that you, that, uh, you can use in any container. So you can use it in a grow bag, which is really cool. You imagine having a one gallon reservoir in the bottom of your 10 gallon grow pot or smart pot or whatever the fuck you want to say. Hmm. Kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds a lot like my city picker, man. I got about 10 gallons of soil in the top, and I think it holds like two gallons of water in the bottom. Love it. Yeah, very. And I, I love to see all these, so I wanted to give them a shout out. Just like I'm playing around drilling three-gallon buckets out at, you know, at one in the morning. And uh, uh, there's all sorts of, you know, there's a whole, I don't know, tribe of us out there that are just playing around trying to build uh, the best sip buckets we can. And this guy actually has a roto mold or something. So he's one step ahead of me, man. But cool stuff. I love it. Yeah. Right on, man. So let's move on to some questions about adding stuff when you're growing with grow dots. What do you think about yes. adding uh, CalMag to your water if you're using RO water with grow dots or if you're not using RO water with grow dots? If you're just using regular water, it, should people be CalMagging? It certainly won't help. I'm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but fuck it, I'll say it, man. I am doubling the CalMag in it. I, uh, it's very easy to do. 
So I am adding twice as much CalMag in there because, uh, or I'm sorry, calcium rather than magnesium is fine. But because uh, I just want, some of these strains are so fucking hungry for it. I just want, there's not really a big uh, downside to doing it and I'm able to do it. So uh, yeah, that's the only thing that I'm going to uh, uh, add a little bit more of. I have not added CalMag to any of my stuff at all and okay. to, any, to any of mine at all. Uh, it is one of those things. I don't know. I hate to be the more CalMag guy, but adding a little bit of CalMag isn't going to freaking hurt, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. What about silica? Is there silica in GrowDots? Do people add their own silica, or is that a good or idea, is, a bad idea? Excellent idea. Uh, there is not silica in GrowDots. Okay. If you use silica, uh, you're welcome to use it. Again, I, you know what it is? I'm doing the experiments here. So I'm kind of, I don't want to use silica. I don't want to use anything. I want to be able to say nothing but dots that I grew this dank with. So I do not use silica. Most people in commercial greenhouse production, for most crops do not use silica. Uh, or uh, no, they don't even use potassium silicate. So uh, that is not an essential plant nutrient. It is one that people use, uh, the plants do uptake it, and it does certainly seem to have a benefit to the plant, but uh, it is not an essential plant nutrient, and it's, it's uh, really hard. I would, I would love to mix that in. Hey, throw some silica in there, but silica <laughs> um, really doesn't play well with other nutrients. It does not. Yeah, so that makes sense, and that's good to know that we can and, and maybe should consider adding a little bit of silica, um, even just for pest control, right? I, I like adding yeah. silica to my plants just to toughen them up, right? Make them a little bit beefier and a little less appealing to any bugs, or even powdery mildew, I think, is kind of deterred a bit by uh, plants with a lot of silica in them. So um, I agree. That spore has to be, you know, it has to get anchored in, into, the, into that, that leaf. And when it goes to set its anchor with the silica uh, makes it much more difficult for them to do that. So I agree with you. And, and uh, any other suggestions or anything maybe that people should consider adding if they're doing like a grow dots thing like silica? Is there like any other additive type things that you think might pair well with it? I mean, recharge, obviously, but yeah, I, um, I just use the micro. So I just use microbes and grow dots and, and that's all I use. Uh, like I said, I think some, uh, if you find that you need it, you know, calcium is pretty easy to identify if you do have a cal uh, calcium solution, or I'm sorry, a, a calcium uh, deficiency. Right. Uh, that would be the only thing that I would either, you know, on some strains or just be vigilant about, you know, and if something, if something like that happens, uh, just be ready with the CalMag, you know, fast acting CalMag. Man, other than that, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I guess you, I mean, I don't you use the winter frost now you're organic you know you can start I have not I've like heard that. good things about it yeah I can see that working well as part of the grow system I've also heard that's uh from some people using that in living soil so I I have a bottle of that I haven't I need to crack it open and give it a try yeah I don't think that's um, some super poison I think it's no. some kind of uh you know signaling some kind of yeah, I it's not think I super do know what strong. It is. Yeah, whatever it is, I don't think it's like gonna burn your plants or anything. Guru actually thinks he figured out what it is, and I won't say it, man. Out of respect to the the hardworking folks, and it's some uh, you can't just go and buy it. But it's yeah, it's uh pretty cool stuff, man. And it's not some harsh fucking PTR chemical or nothing like that. 
All right. So I'm going to put in my anything we should add to grow dots. I'm going to say maybe calcium, uh, maybe silica, and definitely microbes, and maybe winter frost if you want to play around. I'm thinking I'm, I'm doing a virtual inventory of my nutrient shelf right now. There's nothing on it, man. There really is nothing. I've got a whole bunch of old new mill bottles uh, that are just sitting up, hanging out up there. But uh, Nice. Well, that all makes sense, right? Because the whole idea is it's supposed to be kind of another all-in-one type of product. So that's cool to know that it's got everything you need. And there's a few things you can add if you want to spice it up a little right. bit. But nothing you really have to. It's good out of the box. And I like it that way. So that's, that's and there's a reason why they use prilled granulars. You know, professional growers do is because it's not like some crazy dream to have an all-in-one product when you're a commercial grower. You Pretty much that's what your formulator makes for you. He makes a product that's going to release correctly that you're going to have to apply once. Because don't forget, in these giant nurseries, uh, the labor to apply this stuff is huge, man. If you've got 20 acres and you have to accurately measure fertilizer for 20 acres, uh, would you rather do that? I mean, they have I have a one-year release fertilizer that I use in the field for my bamboo. It costs a shitload, man, because I'm buying a year's worth of fertilizer at once. But um, you think of the uh, option is I can either do that once or I can do it six, eight, 10 times a year. And what if I had to do it six times a year and it was a double, you know, I had to go back and hit it with something else again. And then something else after that, you'd lose your shirt on labor. So that's, that's really why uh, growers, uh, you know, commercial growers are willing to pay a shitload more. He can these design products really aren't cheap and it's because they can justify charging a, you know, what it probably costs a lot to make, but they can justify the farmer or the grower can justify investing in these instead of having to buy a whole, you know, to invest in a whole bunch of field labor and possibly get it, you know, and to, you know, to, man, mine's 20 acres. My nursery is there's hundred acre nurseries. There's thousand acre nurseries, you know? So anyway, that's the mindset behind it. Yeah, dig it, man. Dig it. Um, let's keep things rolling along here. Um, let's talk a little bit about the grow deck or grow dot technology. Um, well, so yeah, all right. People, people were asking. So, if grow dots release, you say based on temperature, right? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So, yes. uh, someone asked, "Does that mean putting a heat mat under my pot will cause them to release too quickly and cause nutrient burn?" I thought <laughs> that was an interesting question. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I base my my uh, release when when I do that uh, release pattern. You know, you can see on the the little battery chart on the back. That's based at eighty degrees. Okay. Now at seventy degrees, it will release slower. Now this is soil temperature as well, so a little bit different than an ambient air temperature. But eighty degrees is what I base it on, and that's why uh, a little bit cooler is going to last a little bit longer. Uh, a little bit warmer, it will release uh, a little bit quicker. A lot of little bits in there, huh? Interesting. So, but do do people need to worry about like burning their plants if they're using something like a heat mat for like seedlings or something? I don't think so. I mean, for the seedlings, I'm using five. I'm using five grams, one teaspoon per gallon. I'm sorry, yeah. per solo cup rather. And I've gone up to fourteen in my experiments. And that's right around when they start to burn, right around one tablespoon is when they start to burn. Uh, so even it's, if it's releasing, and honestly, it's not releasing 
it's just releasing a, a little bit quicker, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't think you'd have too many problems with it. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense too, because now that I'm thinking about it also, like if your soil is that much warmer than 80 degrees, like your plant's going to have other problems, right? Like um, your plant's probably think. not going to be, you know, if you're using a heat mat and, and your soil's getting really hot, your plant's going to be pissed off for other reasons. It's, you know, not just not the grow dots. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's so yeah, true. I think but at it, that point, you'd have other issues. They're super forgiving though, man. They, they really are. I know we were talking some, one of the questions was like, when you put them in a solo cup, how long can you leave them for? It's, I, I left them for 10, you know, within seven, 10 days, they're, they got tons of roots coming out of that solo cup. And then I've left them in there for two, three weeks before. Wow. You ever do that, man, where you got, you just don't know what to do with the plants, but you don't want to throw them out. Yep. And, or you're waiting for your veg to clear. It is such yep. a pain in the butt, man. I don't know how people clone from solo cup where they just, like Jaron was saying, he just clones from a solo cup and puts it in the flowering. It's too much pressure, man. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Um, so what about if grow dots get wet? Uh, does that activate them too? Like we had a question, someone was asking, Heat releases the grow dots, but they are water activated. If they get wet, do I have to use them or will they go bad? What do you think? Meaning, like, I don't, I don't understand. I think, I think they're asking about storage, I think is what this question's about. Like, if they get wet before you intended to use them, is that, are they releasing at that point? Yeah, I would think so. I would just, I don't know, I wouldn't get them wet before you're ready to use them. There you go. There's, there's yeah. your there's your answer. There's your tip right there. Don't get them wet. Yeah. We're ready to use them. Boom. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no worries. Um, and what about like the shelf life or what? What's the shelf life of grow dots and what uh, what stuff will affect it? Nothing. It's a. It's just these are, you know, it's uh, keep them chemicals. Dry. Yeah, I mean, it's you know whatever it is. It's uh, ammonia and whatever the and phosphoric acid. You know, stuff like that is what the the chemicals are. They don't just de put it this way. They're it's going to take a long time and just leaving them straight in sunlight or water to degrade those things. You know, it's really you're really going to have to. Uh, I would say what well, you know, getting them wet is the only thing that's going to yeah. degrade them. But they're okay. they're super super stable, man. You can have these sitting for five years, probably ten. Nice. Good to know. Um, now let's move on. Let's see. We got some usage questions. So I know the answer to this one. Is time release of grow dots acceptable for auto-flowering plants? It is. It is. Absolutely. That's really, that was the original, you know, the original idea behind these was to come up with uh, the perfect uh, autoflower release pattern and release formula. That's why we had like the two different, the two different formulas we were working on and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I did just throw some autos on a shelf. If y'all, you know, y'all listen to the show enough to remember, remember I did that. That was the first grow dots experiment there and they just grew. I didn't do anything with them. I just left them there. I put 34 grams. I remember it exactly 34 grams in a three gallon container and i couldn't believe it i was like dude this is awesome <laughs> you know but yeah they work really good for autos yeah and so they're designed to have a was it four to six weeks of veg time and eight weeks yes. of flower is that correct and that yes i like i would say you know just uh from what i've seen i'm so i i would rather uh go to a flower about four weeks after install so after i added my grow dots uh and then put my 
uh, solo cup transfer transplanted from my solo cup. Uh, that's what I would do about four weeks and usually the plant's big enough. And I've also been talking to Colin from ethos who tells me I should be flowering smaller plants to concentrate that energy into the buds. So, uh, I like to go with four weeks veg. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a solid answer. And especially knowing that that's kind of like what the fertilizer plan is designed for. Right. I mean, right. Uh, so, so that's pretty much, or that's pretty similar to like what most autos are going to do on their own. And then if you're growing photos, that just means you should be planning on flipping around four weeks after you transplanted into your dot spot, right? Yes, absolutely. And I'm trying to think, I wish I would have made better notes and I wish I would, could say thank you. If you're, if you're in the, uh, in, in listening right now, uh, there was somebody that did some absolutely great experiments with the grow dots. They did three set, three different, uh, um, rates for their auto flowers and definitely it was either the it was like the lower to, to mi the middle rate was the one that did much better too much fertilizer of any sort on uh, on auto flowers just isn't good man it will stunt them or certainly slow them down and i will look in the in the chat if anybody uh knows the post i'm talking about i sure would like to give some credit yeah, well, and just shout out in general to the crew, man. We've had so much good feedback coming in about the Grow Dots and the Grow Dot uh, channel here on the Discord has just been popping off with people sharing their experiences, showing pictures of their Grow Dot grows. It's been awesome, man. And like I said, dude, we've been dude, good things, seeing good things, lots of good info out there, man. It's great. Yeah, that's what he called. Dude called me up. I think it was yesterday or two days ago, and he's like, "Dude, there's like lots of grow dots questions and whatnot." He's like, "What? What's going on, man? Are you doing this or what?" <laughs> and I told him I was exhausted, sir. But yes, thank y'all so much for for all that. And I do need to hang out here a little more. Now that I almost, I feel like I almost know how to use Discord at this point. Yeah, it's all good, dude. We'll get you. We'll get you settled in here. Don't worry about it. We'll get you in here. In here, <laughs> chatting with the grow dot people. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> All good. All good. Yeah. So um, now, what about you? You've touched on a few times planting seedlings with grow dots. Can you? Can we just go through real quickly? Like, what's your recommendation for if y'all want to start seeds with grow dots? Like, what's the best way to do it? You know, I have. I would be, you know, personally, like you know, that I haven't planted too many seeds. Uh, I did the auto flower seeds, but I'm a clone guy. Uh, I would tell people or what I was telling people is start your seeds in a solo cup and start your seeds the way you normally do and then transplant them into the dots once they're uh, once they're established. Okay. But I have had so many like they thank the DGC for thank you to the DGC for helping me, um, uh, you know, experiment with all this stuff. But and there's people that are just taking auto flower seeds, planting them right in their finishing container and having success with them. Uh, there's people that are planting, you know, right into the, the grow dots and not having a big problem or not having any problem. And when you think, when you think about it, that it is a very controlled release. It's you're not throwing them into some super hot soil that's ready to go. You're throwing them into some soil that it has a very controlled release. So it kind excuse me, it kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Peanut Gallery, please chime in because I know there's lots of folks that are, that are trying it like that. But uh, uh, I'm hearing that they're they're having good results. 
Okay. So yeah, so I would say for people, new growers out there, you're starting some seeds, maybe just do them in like a solo cup with some peat. Is that what, or some cocoa? Is that what you'd recommend? Yeah, we, I'm just look. I I wanted to check the comments just because I know people are using auto flower seeds, and uh, this is desert dude, or is it dessert? No, it's desert. <laughs> auto flower seeds in a five gallon fabric pot with dots dots mixed in, no problemo. It yep. works just like that, Scotty. Thank you nice. so much. Appreciate it all. And do you? Somebody's asking. Is a so oh soda man? Oh, you win, brother. You, you're the winner. Do you use perlite with your cocoa and dots, Scotty? Perlite was another thing I was playing with. I used to buy the big bags of chunky perlite. I would mix it into my uh, uh, cocoa. I would make the perlite wicks with it. And man, I just actually I saw the performance less performance like that, man. I so I abandoned my perlite. I'll sell you half a bag of chunky perlite if you want, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's good to know that's another thing that's like not necessarily required you know like so we're small tubes bag. is it is it dab time small tubes i'm uh i've been looking at this joint for a while but i've been trying to make sense god damn it you let me know <laughs> well we're we're yeah we're powering through we're we're almost to a point where you could smoke your joint and not have any more hard questions to answer <laughs> deal Deal. Hey, Rasufa. Well, feel free to light up? it up anyway. I won't stop you. It can't do a side bite. This is Rasufa. What's up, man? Another great DGC. Respect and thank you for all you do, brother. You can't yeah. do a side-by-side -side test of grow dots with seeds. Too much possible genetic variation. Clones would work better to test different amounts of dots. And 100% right. And that's why I'm not uh, a wealth of information about seeds uh, and, and dots. I've only, only got a certain amount of grow uh, area. And I have been playing around with just doing head-to-head -head, uh, A B, you know, A B testing, I guess, or yeah, A B testing. I didn't get the multivariable, but yeah, uh, yeah. just changing one thing and just kind of seeing which one performs. So I usually do them three at a time. Yeah, well, and so to be clear, what I'm asking about and like what I what I was kind of getting at with my question is is so if I'm a new grower, right? You sell me a bag of grow dots, somebody sells me a bag of seeds, I'm getting ready to start. How do I start my seeds? Like what's the best way? Should I just be popping a seed in a in a cup full of plain cocoa and then planning on transplanting that to the grow dots? Is that kind of I, I think what you're getting at? Yeah, I would. I would do it okay. however you normally pop seeds. You know, oh, whether yeah. you do it in a little one inch seed starter, once it's popped. You know, once you got your true leaves on there, uh, I think you're good to go. I wouldn't worry too much about it or I wouldn't okay. worry about it burning and taking a look at everything at what the DGC is saying. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like it's real flexible. No problem. Yeah. It sounds like a real flexible and real forgiving. I just, I was trying to think of the new grower who's never popped a pack of seeds before. That's why I was asking. Right. Um, I know that's one thing that really intimidates a lot of people. So I'll just throw it out there. I really like using rapid rooters, which are like the little rooting pellets you use for cloning. Uh, they have a little hole in them, hole in them for seeds, man. That's my preferred way of starting seeds. I soak my seeds for probably about 12 hours or eight, eight to 12 hours in just some plain Shit. water usually. And then Fuck, after I that, I put them. Smoking, man. <laughs> oh no. You, remi you reminded me. Holy shit. All right. I, I, I got the paper towel going, man. I got the paper towel going. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, uh, Donatello, yeah, so that's, man. That's my recommendation is start them in some rapid rooters. And then once you got a root poking out the bottom and need some leaves poking out the top, put them <laughs> in some dots. Yo, how awkward was that yesterday, man? When dude showed his plants and I fucking, I had to tell him, I thought, I was like, I think I got to be a friend and be like, bro, you got to start over, man. This, I, <laughs> I felt bad, man. 
Yeah. It's did always you see those plants? I did not. I'm a bit behind, I got to admit, on the episodes. but Man, and you know, I, I don't mean that. Dude, I love dude, and he's amazing, and he does a lot of things so much better than me. And he's a, he, and when I first met him, I taught him the basics of how to grow weed, and then he knew how to grow like peppers and other plants, and he was crushing it, man. When he's got, when he's uh, into it, man, he's a great grower, man. You can tell he's mountain biking every day now, <laughs> but um, he put some uh, seeds in four inch pots and they were soaking wet. I don't know exactly what soil he used, but man, they just stayed wet. And then the seeds just, it was like these little, yeah, it was. And like they, the idea with these plants, at least in my opinion, is keep them growing strong from the start. Never let them slow down, man. You know, just just keep them going. And if they slow down, if you get a clone that's you know looks like shit and has to come back or whatever, man, all that time just it it really does you know it really does hurt. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, this is something I had to go through a little bit of recently. I had started a bunch of seeds um, of my own, the seeds for the breeding project that I was testing. I was looking really excited, like super looking forward to testing these, these new batch of seeds I hadn't grown yet. And then I went through, uh, I popped those seeds and like literally an hour after I planted the seeds and they were all like in the dirt, um, the power went out for four days. Uh, and then the power came back on for a few days and then it went out for like another four or five days. So those plants spent like the first, like 15 days of their life. They spent like 10 of them in the dark and in the cold in like 40 degrees. Uh, so they were alive, they made it, but they were not happy. And I had to decide cause I was like heartbroken. I was super excited to test out these seeds, right? These are my, my babies that I bred, you know, I'm excited to like test them out, see what potential they hold, you know? And, and I was so pumped and I had to really make the tough decision where I ended up throwing a lot of them out just because I was like, you know, these plants went through fucking hell. (laughs) They're not going to be happy again for a while. I could spend a whole bunch of my time trying to baby them back and trying to, you know, get them happy again. But I think it'd just be faster, especially like I said, I got a big old jar of these seeds I'm trying to test. So I'm like, Hey man, I'm just going to pop some more because, um, you know, so I have a few of them that survived the few that, you know, didn't look as bad after the power outage I kept. Right. And a few of those are doing well in the flower room right now. And then I started another batch of, uh, testers because, uh, Man, like <laughs> I just like I said, it's heartbreaking, but sometimes you just gotta know when to restart it. So shout so out to the true. dude. Sorry he has to restart his seeds, but sometimes it's the right move. Yeah, it, it is sometimes the right move. And sometimes the right move is to yeah, to start over again and and just uh kind of learn from your mistakes, I guess. I'm looking at Sunny and Bactopia. She's gotta go, her husband eats her company. I'd love to see what Randy looks like. He's hiding behind the dog, man. What, what can you do? What can you do? Some of the, the DGC there. Uh, some of y'all are very entertaining. I'll say that, man. Vectopia, make me laugh my ass off. Very funny. Sure. Yeah, no, and I... Um... Hey, dude, I do remember seeing you at Way to Grow, brother. <laughs> Sorry, man. I got to get out of this uh, uh, this chat, man. Very cool. Yeah, it was the, fun, man. I went, went to Way to Grow to swap some uh, CO2 tanks out, and I had somebody, DGC was there, man, hanging out. I was like, holy shit. It's great to have friends, brother. Great to have friends. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to admit, I've, I've not been looking at the chat 
Um, there's way too much going on in the chat. And I also have this list of grow questions in front of me. So if you've been in the chat and you're trying to get my attention, I have not been paying attention. My bad. Yeah. There's hey, too much Sue. going on. You all are too, too rowdy sometimes. And you make me laugh too much with your memes. So <laughs> I got a show to do over here. <laughs> I love it. No, hey, we're all Sue, what, are the, what are the chances I can take a 60 second? I'm not going to pee break. It's for something else, man. Not peeing. All right. I'm going to pee. 60 no, seconds. Think- Take your break. Right. Um, <laughs> Make small break. talk, all right? Make small talk. <laughs> yeah, I would just so... <laughs> bring that topia. I would just bring the computer into the bathroom if that was going on. <laughs> <I'll be back. laughs> all right, guys. So um, I got a question for the crew. Since I'm, I'm going to look at chat for a minute now that I've since I've been neglecting y'all. Um, what what growth questions else should I ask Scotty? What have I forgotten about? What uh, stuff have we not touched on so far? I still have a few more questions, but if you got stuff you want to throw at me, oh, it looks like somebody else joined the conversation. Who's this? Who just jumped in the call with us? Am I in here? Yeah. He is. Who's that? All right, I'm here. I'm just filling for Scotty for a minute. <laughs> What's up, Meister? How you been, buddy? Good to hear your voice, bro. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, on, man. Still keeping... say hi to Scotty. Hi yeah, to fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, thanks for all you do, man. Thanks for all your contributions, all your work keeping keeping the kids in line here in Discord. Man, you are the enforcer, and I, I wouldn't Whoa. have it any other way. Um, Scotty, we got a special guest in chat with us. Say hello there, Mr. Special Guest. He needs no introduction. Maestro, <laughs> what's up, brother? What's up? What's up, man? How you living? I'm doing all right. All right, I'll take it, man. I'll take all right. Fuck yeah. Big old salute to the maestro, man. Where would we be without you, man? Where would we be with? I don't know, man. Keeping, keeping things a, a mind, lot man. dumber, that's for sure. <laughs> Both you guys, man. Absolutely amazing. Fuck yeah, dude. We got the DGC crew holding it down. We got Kyle's been in here too, man. We got everybody here. We got the, the crew firing on all cylinders, baby. Team DGC. I love it. All right, maestro. Do, do you have to? You are the maestro. Do you want to cor- correct my work anywhere? Did I say anything? <laughs> Rasta Jeff told me one time. He's like, oh, every now and again, he just shakes his head and he goes, oh, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. <laughs> I, I, I always wonder what I'm saying to to get people to do that. <laughs> hey, I just uh, put six plants in the flyer with your grow dots. Nice. Good. Try it out. Good. And they're doing front. better than the others that are the same age. So it's pretty, they're pretty impressive in bed so far. So beautiful grain. Beautiful. Nice yeah. you, you, me and you are from South Florida. You, yeah. By the way, dots on your tomatoes. Hell yeah. But um, you're from Homestead, man. That is the, just the, one of the biggest growing, you know, just one of the biggest places to grow, certainly for tropicals, biggest place in the country. They're not sitting there using the, when was the last, I don't know if you've been to a bunch of nurseries, but what, when was the last time you seen them with, you know, big containers or 500 gallon reservoirs of liquid feed? Very rarely. Every now and again, they'll go with a hundred gallon reservoir or something that they're top dressing. And when they do, they're not happy about it. Man. It's not profitable. Well, I grew up in a commercial environment, so I never even heard the word gallon. Everything is measured in inches in commercial industry. Six-inch pot, 10-inch pot, 12-inch pot. And I was telling my buddy the other day, you know, 80% of the plants in in any of the nurseries down there are probably in 10-inch plant pots, like three-gallon pots, basically. 
Oh, oh number th- number three pot though, man. I had to learn that the hard way. A uh, ten inch pot, which is considered a three gallon nursery pot, or a number three pot, is not three gallons, man. What is it? A little over two, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember exactly, but it is not three gallons. It's kind of fucked up the way they do that, man. Yeah, yeah. I never understood the gallon thing when I got into growing cannabis. You know, as a teenager, I was like, what What is all this? Gallon talk. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Anyway, I'm just kind of taking taking a page from from that type of growing. I told you when I first got my bamboo nursery, I asked the fertilizer guy, I'm like, all right, let's get some liquid in here, man. Where am I going to put the three tanks? And he was just like, I'll grow micro and bloom. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And he goes, dude, dude, the, the liquid's the dessert, man. It might get a little dessert every now and again, but uh-uh. That's the dessert. Yeah. That ain't the food. Yeah, my buddy wants a three-month veg formula, and that's it with them grow dots. Mm. That's what he, that's the order he put in. He said, give me a three-month veg for my mom's, because he only keeps his mom's three months and kills them. Right, right. Um, said, that man, would simplify that's, my life. <laughs> that, that shit's kind of been done. I mean, you can go get a three-month slow release that's a, you know, a veg formula. You know, like a... What is yeah, that but not from you. Stuff? Yeah, well, thank you, my friend. You're right. You'd have to buy it from fucking some douchey giant company. You're right. I can get anything I want. I can make anything I want. I know that. <laughs> but I can get it from you. My point. I love it, man. Like, you know, yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe someday we'll have a, like, yeah. grow dots. I don't, I don't read labels. Something. I write the labels. There's a different. I love hanging out with Maestro. I miss your weed, bro. When he, Maestro <laughs> comes and meets me in Florida, uh, allegedly. Yeah, is it legal there? Do you have your, are you legal? You got your med card there? My uh, buddy's got his med card. He's like, why don't you get your med card? I was like, nope, don't give a fuck. <laughs> I yeah, paid, man. I paid the price already. It's called felonies. I got enough <laughs> felonies. That's my, that's my pass. Well, I, I don't want to out you, but Maestro's twin brother that shows up has some of the best goddamn weed, man. It looks good, but more importantly, it gets you high, man. Yeah, I stay pretty, you know, stay pretty lit. You feeling all right, brother? Positive? Yeah. Good. Insurance company's fucking with me, but I'll be all right. They just want money. Story of my life, right? (laughs) There's only there's only going to be one thing written on my tombstone, and it's going to say he needed blunts. Everything else is irrelevant. Oh, man. I thought I was going to say DGC number one. I got to buy anything. I got to fucking buy one. DGC number one. I want to see that on the tombstone, too. DGC number one. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I didn't want to interrupt the show. I just want to say hello. You're all good, Maestro. Always happy when you're stopping by, brother. Yeah, sorry I missed last week. It was my birthday weekend, so I wasn't around. Really? That was my excuse, man. I, I said I was doing the show, then my wife, it was her birthday weekend, and she was like, uh, uh, we're going out tonight. And I thought about, I love the DGC. I mean, I don't want to ever disappoint the DGC, but it's a choice between my wife being mad at me or you guys. 
I know y'all will forgive me easier, man. Oh man. So dude, dude, last <laughs> week when dude broke the news to us that you weren't going to be on and he told everybody, everyone I think was like, oh man, no Scotty. And then he explained like, no, Scotty had to go to a different happy hour, a happy hour for his <laughs> wife. And we we're all like, oh, well that's completely understandable. Everybody at that point was like, oh, well fuck yeah. He went to the right thing. So yeah. you had the full support of the DGC for, uh, yeah. for rescheduling there. Every, nobody, nobody was upset. Everybody completely understood. Cause yeah, you gotta, gotta, take care of your lady man i understand oh thanks y'all thanks y'all man there you go happy oh man happy i gotta life. tell you a quick little story Easy a buddy deal. of mine shows up the other day with a goddamn hlg 600 r spec out of the blue Dude, there are a lot there are they're out there now man like they're in a lot of gross stores and shit i thought we were like the thought we were like telling people about them they're fucking everywhere people know they're the best he just comes by and goes, hey, I just bought this light. I don't have a room for it yet. I thought you could use it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Nice. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, when I cat cannabis shared this, you guys got to get in the chat. It says, happy wife, happy life. And then it's this woman with a spatula. And the spatula says, Mrs. Always Right. Hmm. <laughs> I have a little sign my wife gave me. It says, I don't need Google because my wife knows everything. Believe it. All right. All right. Soup, if you were married, you'd be, if you guys were married, you'd be laughing your ass off right now. Okay, hey, man. Hey, I'm just, hey, I, I, I'm looking at my big list of grow dot questions and I'm looking for my moment to jump all back right. in. So y'all just let me know. <laughs> I already lit the joint though, man. It's all downhill from here, bro. <laughs> no, we're all good, man. We're almost out of questions. I just had a few more important things I wanted to hit on before we wrap it up. Uh, we had someone yes, asking sir. about using grow dots outside and using grow dots for vegetables. Any tips or advice regarding uh, outdoor use? Use or vegetable use anything people should do in particular with that uh, just make sure that they you know vegetables outside can go long you know that's why mm -hmm. we we're playing with those two different formulas last year and uh yeah i don't know that the release is going especially outside it's hot um i don't know that uh, you might want to either and i hate to say it to confuse and shit is maestro still on here he's going to yell at me you can reapply them you can reapply them halfway through. So if you were going to use them and you were doing a four or a five month uh, grow, you know, four month grow, five month grow, I might reapply them. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I'm yeah, and I mean, I think I think you could probably use it for in. any crop, right? You just have to keep in mind that time release program that it's on. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and what do you think about pHing water with grow dots? I know you. Uh, Got some thoughts. You don't on have that. to do it. By the way, I heard my Maestro was on uh, was, uh just commenting and he's like, you have to pay you pH synthetics. You definitely want to pH synthetics. So it does matter what your soil you're starting with, but if you're starting with something that's fairly close to neutral, uh, it's gonna be fine. It's 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 gonna work great, I should say. If you have a super acidic soil, then you, you should address that. Uh, yeah, then you're times. starting with the wrong soil, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to build your soil differently. But it's intended, like I said, think about going out in, you know, a 20 acre, you know, nursery or, you know, even a 10 acre nursery. I'm talking just with containers and whatnot. Um, they're not, you know, what are they? I mean, if they're so they pH the soil, you know, they'll when they build their soil, they'll either put lime in it or whatever to, uh, you know, to be aged. 
Is that Maestro? Yeah, my buddy was just asking me that. Do I need to adjust the pH with grow dots? Like, depends on your water source. Your water and your soil. If your water's fucked, you might want to even. Yeah. 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 I think if you've got decent water and if you've got decent soil that you're starting with, which those are like should be two things on your checklist before you get started anyway, then you probably don't need to worry about it as much. If your water's fucked, you probably need to address that. If your soil's fucked, you probably need to address that too. Right. But as long as your soil's in the ballpark and your water's in the ballpark, which it probably should be, right. um, sounds like you're good to go. I agree, sir. I agree. Nice. Trying so hard not to look at this chat, but it's so fucking I know. Funny, I'm, man. I'm, I'm turning you off for a second, chat. I can't watch <laughs> you. You're out of control. You're out right. of control. It's not entertaining, <laughs> but when I cat cannabis, you just crack me the fuck up, man. All y'all um, do, man. All y'all do. Agreed. Um, so what about, we talked a little bit about this already, but what about troubleshooting with grow dots? Um, so if someone didn't add enough grow dots, should they add more bottled nutrients? Like if you get mid grow and you're seeing deficiencies, what should your, what should you do? Um, I have added more grow dots. I'm four weeks in the flowering. I had this before also when I was about two, three weeks in the flowering and I realized I didn't add enough. So I added more. And I got away with having good harvest. I know that, uh, and, you know, something, what I'm, I remember when I used to say, throw recharge on it, throw recharge on it. Well, when I would have problems and I would put some recharge on there, it would work. And I would come up with great harvest. Uh, I've been able to do that with these grow dots. It does release a bit of nitrogen, uh, you know, right in the beginning. Uh, so if you're too late in flowering, that's not going to be good. But I have gotten away with just throwing uh, a, a bit more grow dots on there and get myself out of a jam. Uh, you, of course, if you are running low on nitrogen, you could supplement with, uh, you know, a nitrogen fertilizer. Of course, if you know a, a liquid, yeah. Of course, uh, uh, if you needed calcium or magnesium, fucking super available. Just you know, you you, you can add CalMag. Uh, but I have been able to, like I said, I'm just experimenting with just the dots. I don't want to add anything else. I'm just, Hey, if I run out of juice, can I add more? Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but Jesus Christ, this bud did come out. Thank so, Yeah. You can add more. <laughs> what do you There's think about adding like a little bit of liquid fertilizer? In, certainly can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You certainly can. Okay. So good to know. Those are kind of two good ways to address it. If you do end up with a deficiency, you could either add a little more grow dots to keep things going, or you could maybe do a little bit of, uh, you know, feed from a liquid bottle. I mean, there is, there's the, you know, this whole perfect ratio thing really is changing. You know, the whole, I, I'm not sure exactly what drove the, you know, the high nitrogen spike to be yeah, yeah but like uh hang on, i'm gonna put my joint down they sure do figure out a way to sell you a lot of bottles man you know um yep. when you look at commercial you know guys that are going after companies that are really going after uh commercial uh, accounts it's guys like athena and jacks and they're pretty much the consistent ratio the whole way through. It's plenty of nitrogen the whole way through or a decent amount of nitrogen the whole way through with a PK boost, with an added PK boost. They use a separate product. Uh, I just uh, uh, use a different type of slow release, you know, a different coating to delay, you know, delay the release. But that's the new, kind of like the new commercial agronomically sound 
way of doing things, man. So what do you think? Yeah, that works. Maestro on, I'd love his opinion on it. Uh, he's muted. But. That's all good, man. But yeah, it's just interesting the mm-hmm. way it's going now. What do you think about that, Maestro? The way like Athena, even Canna. Fuck, I ran Canna for years, man. It's equal parts A and B. You don't change shit. You just add PK 13, 14, you know, halfway through flower. You usually have a boil. Yeah, you, you can use a general purpose for most, you know, for, for your base. But maybe in veg, you want to add, you know, a nitrate boost. So like people like to use fish, like fish hydroslate or something like that. Sure. And in flour, you know, use a little bit of, you know, PK boost halfway through. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what, like I'm, what I'm saying is the, the new trend or what people are finding is keeping a steady stream of nitrogen the whole way through. And so it's got plenty of nitrogen the whole way through. And then you just have a that whole PK spike comes in early in flowering, week three in flowering, whatever. But uh, that's kind of when you think of Athena, when you think of how Canna works, when you think of how Jacks work, or, and, and those are what uh, the big commercial guys are using. Yeah, I think well, it's one of products formulated for it all the time. Yes, exactly, man. So ratios. So me throwing some more grow dots on there with some quick release nitrogen and some slow release nitrogen in week four of flowering. That's the reason if they're out of nitrogen, that's the reason why it fucking works out. That's the reason why you're able to get away with it is because a plant really does want nitrogen the whole way through it. It just wants a PK boost in the middle. Right. It's a, it's a chemical signaler, to be honest, right? That the phosphorus plants using phosphorus for many things but one thing it's using the phosphorus for is actually a chemical signal that tells the plant it's time to flower and it's it's a hormonal shift it's all about hormones when it comes to plant growth the plant only knows what to do based on the hormonal ratios within the leaf oh am i still okay yeah you're good man you're dropping well, my signs, phone's just like... popping up messages were telling me bullshit anyways my bad <laughs> no nah, you're all good anyway. that's great info Hell yeah, man. Yeah, when it comes to the nutrient ratios, they change. When they change, that that change is basically part of a hormonal signal that, that tells the plant to switch. It's 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 a lot, obviously, a lot more complicated than that, but that's basically like the thousand-yard overview. It's just basically telling the plant what it needs to do at a certain time. And I throw more grow dots on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love you, Maestro. You actually really get it, man. <laughs> World needs yeah, fucking smart elements. people, man. It sure does. They need a little bit of the trace elements all the time. It's just the secondary macros that people get the most confused about, like your sulfurs and your, you know, your sodium, your calcium, your magnesium. Those are the ones that people tend to get confused about because they're using higher ratios, lower ratios during different stages. The same with the nitrogen and phosphate. Now, the one element the plant uses the most of is potassium it uses more potassium than any other element throughout its entire life cycle yeah, because okay. it's high through veg and through flour because it's one of the most important elements that people don't even think about but that potassium is in abundance it is true. that it shits the whole way through that they, that's uh they keep that the whole way through it's not like they drop potassium at the end or anything like that why wouldn't you mm-hmm. want them? yeah i just i'm telling you with the quality man i have uh Played around with even the recharge will keep some nitrogen in there, and I fucking recharge my plants till the end, man. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think a little bit of nitrogen uh, completely through. Uh, yeah, it was the way. It's awesome. the new Especially way. Yeah. Do you want to use hey. microbes all the way through? Vectopia says uh, the dots. I've been using them with soil already amended and also feeding my regular amount of food. Uh, but nothing's getting burnt. I use recharge every time. So thanks back for doing that, uh, uh, that, you know, that bit of research for us. But they do have a very forgiving upside. You can burn with them, but it's not easy. Yeah, that's great info. Thank you for this, doing the study, sir, Bactopia. I appreciate yes. everybody in the crew who's given us reports, given us info. It's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great stuff. Um, I am now, what good. happens, though, if somebody adds too much grow dots? That was another thing we got a couple questions about is like, what happens? We had one person write in who mistook their teaspoons. For yeah, teaspoons. I saw it. Yeah. What, what do you recommend for a situation like that? I don't know if you've incorporated them into the soil. I really don't know. I don't have like some deactivator. You know, I wish I wish I had a better answer for you, but you know, I yeah. I was thinking that too, and then I thought of what do you think about transplanting ah, into just some up plain your pot cocoa? size? Yeah, what up do you think about size. moving to a just a bigger pot of plain cocoa and just keeping the same amount of dots, and then you just move to a bigger container and kind of diffused it? Does that make sense? Better than yeah, I would say if you recognize a mistake, transplant right away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My autos got the full dose. They look fine. Fire in the bowl. Um, yeah. Excellent, man. Excellent. Good yeah, stuff. Good info. Speaking of pot size, that's one thing I always bring up all the time, right? Because I'm the organic soil guy who's always like, hey, use bigger pots. But what what do you think about pot size for grow dots? And what do you what are some good recommendations as far as like pots to start in, pots to finish in? Like, do you have any any thoughts on pots? Yeah, because you're only doing that four week veg. I wouldn't go in too big of a pot. Okay, I would go you know five gallon. I think would be there five, maybe seven. But can you get a seven gallon? I'm not asking Maestro because he can do anything. But <laughs> a seven gallon to really root in in four weeks, four weeks from solo cup. What do you think? I'd rather be in a five or a three. And, you know, not a three. I'd rather be in a five, man. I like to grow okay. five-gallon-sized plants. And uh, What happens? Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious. What I, happens I just want to say you, you – Go ahead. Yes, sir. I just want to say you can use a three-gallon. Rasufa is saying that uh, he's thinking about using a three-gallon. Works amazing in a three-gallon. Specifically, I've had great results with the autos. Uh, I just don't like to water that much. I have three-gallon nursery pots, and I don't have to water them every day, man. So – I like five gallon heavy buckets myself. Yeah, right on. So, so I'm wondering. I'm I was planning on using my city picker sub irrigated pots, which are uh, I think about ten to twelve gallons of soil. Right, right. Um, plus two gallons of water on the bottom. Uh, is that going to be too big, or like is that, or how how big is too big, or like at what point is being too big really going to cause you issues? I guess. I don't know, brother. I don't know. I don't, I grow, I like to try to fill the container full of roots. Uh, that's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like that's kind of, 
like why they have all those six inch pots and 10 inch pot like the front goes from the three to the five to the seven it's because you're supposed to i know you know this but since we're bullshitting you're supposed to fill that one gallon up with roots and then when it's fucking almost root blounds you fucking put it into a you know the 10 inch pot it goes from six to ten so it just grows like two inches more of roots then you put it into whatever it is to 14 it grows two inch more roots so it's the idea a lot of times, you know, what in nurseries is if, is to fill that pot with roots, man, you know, really dense. So um, I've definitely done it. I take little clones and put them in five, right in five gallons. But um, yeah, I feel that. And I'm, I'm having to like adjust my mindset a bit, right? Because realize I'm coming at this from the perspective of a living soil <laughs> grower who I look at my soil very differently, right? Where I'm not, I'm not trying to transplant that often. I'm not trying to, I do do that a little bit in veg, but once I'm, um, you know, I want to have a bigger final pot because I'm looking at, at, at that pot as my battery. That pot's got the storage of all my nutrients. And I was kind of thinking of grow dots the same way. So I was curious, like if I do plant in too big of a pot, does that mean I'm going to get nitrogen, Release like because they'll have extra nitrogen stored in that soil at that point, right? No, it's not waiting on the roots to give it a signal, it's releasing that nitrogen. But then, where does it go once the nitrogen's released? If it's in a big pot, right, and it's out on the outskirts of the pot where the roots haven't gotten to yet, it's not disappearing, right? It's just gonna still be there until the roots make it there, right? Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. An enriched soil. I see what you're saying. Nitrogen is washed out. Nitrate is very easily rust- washed out. But are you? You don't. You, these are. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I don't have runoff. Washing anything out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be in anyway. the soil. Hopefully, it'll be in them. Re- stuck on those recharge bacteria in in their bellies. But yeah. yeah. Well, I'm also wondering if maybe because I'm planning on using a larger pot than what you're kind of recommending, maybe I should go with a lighter dosage, right? Maybe I should go with like the medium dose instead of the high dose or something like that because... Well, are um, you really growing a 10 gallon size plant? You know what I mean? If you're going to grow a plant that's going to end up because you're going to flower it at week four, that's more like a five gallon size plant. Yeah. See, and this, this is what's getting interesting to me, right? Is because I think of a five gallon plant very differently than you do because we have different growth styles where my growth style, I rely a lot on that soil to be the battery that has the nutrition for the whole cycle or whatever. Right. So for me, a five gallon, a five gallon plant's really, really small because I I have to have a big, a big reservoir of soil to make a a plant, make it all the way through flower. So for me, if I'm going to make that work, a five gallon plant's really tiny in living soil. Whereas when I'm growing with bottled nutrients, if I'm growing in cocoa with, you know, some can, I'm going to go in a five gallon and grow a pretty big old plant in that. Right. So it's, it's, I know I'm I'm not, I don't know what I'm, what point I'm trying to make here, but I just, I find this kind of interesting because I'm used to thinking of my soil in a different way as a living soil grower. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how the the grow dots play out in my way of thinking i guess i don't know what i'm trying I think to say I, anymore, got, but. I think i got a, a, you know, i think we've come to uh an understanding and that is or whatever i think i got something you grow it if you're growing in too big of a container grow it to the kind of the size that you think like if you think it would be, you'd be growing a five gal and feed it like it's a five gal, even if it's yeah, there you 12 go. gallons worth of soil, you know? Right. Okay. So uh, I got a better way to look at this, right? So I'm planning on doing two plants probably in a two by four, right? So if yeah. I'm going to do plants that size, 
I should maybe do do like follow the the recipe for five gallons of grow dot or five gallons right. of media instead of following right. the recipe for my much bigger pot of media. Because right. if I follow the recipe for my big pot of media, there's going to be too much fertilizer in there because it doesn't need all that much. We learn something together, soup. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, we're, I feel like we've come full circle here, but I still don't know what I was trying to say. Um, the weeds hey, hang in. on. Peanut gallery, man. I, I do want to ask because um, uh, somebody's fucking around and says, uh, desert dude, you can get at least eight plants in that two by four soup. Come on, give me a number. How many plants y'all doing a two by four? Soup says take it easy with two, and I, and I believe soup. And that's a great question. Yeah, we see some, them, some. We got three, two, three, two to four. Okay. Says the small tubes did twenty four in a two by three. <laughs> Dude, what says? Yeah, okay. <laughs> My source is sixty four. Yeah, you can. Don't get me wrong, but what's you know what's uh? I think I'm going to grow two nice big five gals in there. Oh, look yeah. at those. Those spots are cool, man. Very cool. All right. I'm having nice, a great man. time, y'all. Thanks for Yeah, so out. that's that's interesting, man. I love hearing people's everybody's got a different grow style, right? And and for me, I'm I mean, if I'm thinking about a two by four grow, I'm thinking about how can I make this easy, right? How can I make this right. like two by four? You're not usually trying to do anything super crazy advanced. You're not trying to do anything. You're trying to like get a good grow going. You're trying to have a, have success in a small space. That's kind of your challenge there. You don't need to give yourself any more challenges. Um, so that's why I like, I like two plants. I like one plant per two by two area. That's like a good, good way to think of it. So two by two, I do one plant, two by four, right. two plants, four by four, four plants. Take it from I mean, there. It's not about jamming them all. It's so funny the way that when you're a grower, you don't really have to, I mean, I guess it depends how many strains you're trying to keep alive, but it's nice, man. You grow two nice, healthy plants. You're not trying to do it where you're, ma you know, profit maximization or anything. You're doing it so you can grow your own weed, man. So you just, you don't have to crowd the tent anymore. You don't, yeah, it's nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. Another thing uh, Meister mentioned out. in the chat is like, yeah, you can fit hella clones in a small space, but I would also pitch to him too. Like if you're planting seeds, man, trying to run 30 seeds in a small space, that's that's going to be tricky for a whole bunch of reasons. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It sure yeah, is. Clones, you autos, can do all kinds of stuff. How many autos yeah, would you do? Autos. How many three-gallon um, autos would you do? How many three-gallon autos would I do? I would you could do a do... lot, man. Because I don't know. If they don't get that big, but you could do like nine of them in there, man. Yeah, I think I would maybe do like six and try to space them out if that's what I was doing. But Zero. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Sorry, it, there's funny. so many different ways to, to do things. And that's, I love being able to talk with the chat and be like, oh, how would you guys do it? Because everybody's got different thoughts on, you know, big pots, little pots, a million pots, five pots, 10 pots, you know, everybody's got different thoughts on how many plants, what size of plants and everybody's got kind of a different style thing. So I always love hearing people's opinions on that. That's cool. But you guys know me, I'm Mr. Big Pots. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I want I'm 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 excited to try the grow dots in the 10 gallons, but I'm thinking now after this conversation, I really think I might go with a lighter dose. Um and I'm writing that down. I'm buying you a t-shirt that says Mr. Big Pots. Mr. Big Pots, dude. I'll I'll take one-eyed cat cannabis. <laughs> Where's Mr. Big Pots? <laughs> what have I done? Um, <laughs> I love it. Man. Right. I love hey, it. There's worse <laughs> worse things to be known for, but um 
But yeah, man, I mean, I've been preaching that for years to people. Like when I, with my style of growing, your soil is the battery. And if you want yep. to have a successful grow, you need a decent sized battery, right? I always think about it like using a cell phone with an old battery where it doesn't work. And you're like, oh man, I got to charge this phone every 15 fucking minutes. It drives you nuts, right? And yeah. so that's, if your pot's too small, it's the same sort of situation where you got to be feeding all the time. You got to be watering all the time. You got to be putting right. so much work into it just to keep True. that thing happy. Um, is, it's like solar cells, man. You know, you can have that little tiny battery that you unfold for camping. You could have that giant solar roof, you know, but it's all the same kind of low, you know, like low kind of voltage kind of coming in, right? You yeah. can also have, I don't know, I'm thinking like a battery, like a lithium ion battery, man. This fucking, you know, that's tons of power all at once, man. There's your synthetics, man. All right. Yeah. And I mean, that's also like how I think of top dressing too. Like top dressing is like plugging your phone in for a few minutes, right? It's like getting that little bit of charge at the airport before you hop on the plane or whatever, you know, it's like your, your battery is low, but you can kind of top it off and it'll, it'll buy you some time. Um, that's always kind of how I've thought of top dressing, Just bro. The earth is the biggest pot ever. Dude. Hornet 915. <laughs> Whoa, my mind's blown. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> beautiful. It's fucking beautiful, man. Man, we are getting loose on a Friday today. I love it. Yes. It's a nice, a nice long show. We're coming up probably on like two hours here. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, we are. All right. We should probably start my wife has texted me like soon. four fucking times. I did. She was yeah, uh, they were going out tonight, man. And I was like, hell no. You guys go out. I'm hanging with the DGC, yo. I'll meet you later. <laughs> there you go. Um, so a couple of final. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maestro. Um, couple of little quick questions to wrap us up. Where can sure. people buy grow dots in the USA, Canada, internationally? Like what are the, what are the current ways that people can acquire these mythical dots we've been talking about? <laughs> I only have, I only have them uh, available in the USA right now. Okay. Uh, I don't think it would be really difficult to get these other places except I just remember we went to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, damn it. We went to uh, Oklahoma and I brought a whole bunch of grow dot samples and thank God I didn't bring them all. I actually, I did bring a bunch of them back, but when I went, when I went through security, they like rubbed me down and whatnot because <laughs> ammonium nitrate is, uh, you know, it can be used as an explosive and I guess yeah, it, yeah. you know, it tests positive for that. So just like recharge, it's because there's a, it's like a biological, you know, because it's bacteria <laughs> like anthrax is, you know, you can get anthrax through or some kind of flesh eating bacteria or whatever. So they're really strict about that stuff. And that makes sense. And then, and then the, uh, grow dots kind of, you know, hits the triggers for the same stuff that is an explosive. So I could see why they'd want to regulate that one. So yeah, uh, I'm working on it. I have my hands full. It's just me and a couple buddies. It's me and High C. Uh, um, really, Banner's been there. Fucking dude, Banner's huge, man. Such a such an asset man but it's me banner high c and guru uh most of the time just trying to figure all this out and just trying to move as fast as we possibly can for four yeah, yeah. i don't know fairly uh hustling stoners <laughs> yeah well and like i said like this stuff takes time and like you said that that's they they don't like to make it easy on you you transport in microbes and potential explosives everywhere <laughs> they're gonna have a have a rough time with that 
I'd love to do it. We've got kind of a, a smaller team. So right now I'm just happy to be hopefully doing an okay job or a good job of, of releasing it in the United States. Yeah. So Man, for people, I, people in the U.S., where should they go to buy their grow dots? Over at realgrowers.com. Realgrowers.com. Beautiful. You beautiful. like that. And I think I, I still, I think growdots.com points over there too. So nice. I wonder if you can yell grow. I'm going to do it. Let's see. Yell grow dots into your phone. Let's see what happens, man. You can yell dude grows into your phone. Grow dots. <laughs> awesome. And uh, we mentioned this earlier, but uh, so are we going to be able to give some samples away to the crew? Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I love for people to test this stuff out. That's why I made those little 75 gram bags. They, uh, uh, you just treat one five gallon pretty much perfectly. Uh, so I would love for y'all to try those, man. Nice guys. And so the way to do that, if you guys are interested in trying out some of these grow dots we've been talking about is to hit up the dude on Patreon. So get in hey, touch you know with the dude. You can do? send him a message and he will get in touch with Kyle at the shipping department who will send you some dots. You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure it out with Banner. That's why I love Banner. And we'll figure out a way to make a coupon code and uh, to go. allow you guys to go and then just put them into your cart. That way it all makes sense. We don't make Warehouse Kyle's uh, a day hell. And uh, I'll bet you we can do it really, really smart like that and get dots into everybody's hands because uh, the, the testing y'all are doing is invaluable. And yeah, just that'd be cool. We go. should get a, a code set up for the for the patrons yep. and we can make them make a post to that. And uh, yeah, why don't we do that out. instead, man? Because I'm glad to hook everybody up. Give it to me, baby. That's right. That's right. Rick James, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, so we'll, we'll make that happen. We'll get some dots to the people if you're interested. Um, yeah, dude, you missed the Rick James era, brother. That was the shit, man. <laughs> he was the super freak, bro. This is good oh, about being my age, man. Freak. Good fucking music, man. <laughs> nice, man. Well, I think that's all we got for everybody today. It's been a nice long hangout. Like I said, I think we're we're probably going to be past the two hour mark on this show. So Woo. thanks for hanging out, everybody who stuck through with us to the end. Um, yeah, thanks to Scotty, man. Time. What a yeah, great thanks, time, man. Thank you, Scotty. Thanks for coming through and answering all these questions, man. And um, we so thanks for doing. You know, I mean, this wasn't easy. You putting this document together uh yeah you did a lot of preparation thank you all this is just a huge help and i hope you all understand when you help real growers i do my best to give back of course i give back to the dgc uh but just i, tr I try to make sure that everybody wins man it really does help a lot of people i hope that you know all of us i hope our lives are they have all gotten better because of the support of the dgc so i oh, appreciate yeah. that yeah, man, I appreciate it. And I appreciate it. Like I said, One-Eyed Cat Cannabis, thank you so much. He helped me out with a lot of the questions for this uh, episode as well. He sent me a list of questions. I had some questions of my own. And then we also had questions from the patrons and, patrons and everybody else. Um, thanks for everybody who just helps us make the show possible by submitting content, supporting us financially, all the great stuff, man. Y'all make the world go round. So yes. we appreciate you um and uh yeah that's all i gotta say for this week so until next time keep growing keep smoking and have a fabulous weekend absolutely i'll dgc for life Woo